welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Hello, Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters, listeners and friends. You're very welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Our email address is info at irishtalkers.com. You can also find us on Facebook as the Talk Show for Talkers. And we always look forward to your comments, your questions, any feedback. Indeed, we look at that as evaluation. So we take your evaluations and we act on it. You can also listen to previous shows on our website, irishtalkers.com. We also publish the Public Speaking Weekly, and this is a roundup of links from the internet. It's all about Toastmasters, public speaking, leadership, confidence, and how to build it. So look out for the newspaper link on our website. My name is Ted Melanfi, and I am joined as usual this week by the prolific, persuasive, passionate, waving, just gest- gesturing, gesticulating Paul O'Mahony, and he's got that zany cup that he has for zany shows like this. Listeners, I don't know how you put up with him. Honestly, the man is extraordinary. And thank goodness on today's show, I'll have a chance to tell you what I really think about him. Superb. And I know, I know you love me, Paul, so we don't want you spreading that kind of love around the world at all. But it's a pleasure to have you here again, Paul. And this week's show is going to be that usual eclectic mix. We are going to be talking about, well, we'll have a thought for the week. I have a thought for the week. Paul has a word for the week. We have a very special surprise in store for you for segment two. And we have someone that we are going to interview who is known throughout the Toastmasters world. And this man is going to charm everybody that tunes in to listen to him. Now, you're going to have to wait until tomorrow to hear him. But we have the benefit that we're going to be listening to him today because this is when we do our recording. I'm not going to tell you who it is. You will have to come back in segment two, which means you'll have to tune in again tomorrow at four o'clock and listen to this man's voice. And he's got a voice that you will never, ever forget because it's not just his his photograph or his presence. He's got a voice that you simply cannot forget. My thought for the week this week is if you think you're too small to make a difference, just try sleeping in a bedroom with a mosquito. I'll say that again. If you think you're too small to make a difference... Just try sleeping in a bedroom with a mosquito. Well, Paul, I can see you find that very funny. No. In the bedroom with the mosquito, it wouldn't be funny. No one who's gone to bed with the mosquito would think it was funny. (laughs) You don't go to bed with the mosquito. You go to the mosquito is in the bedroom. Big difference. Once upon a time, you know the way you would get on a boat in Brindisi and you go uh, overnight to Capri? Mm -hmm. Or to Corfu, sorry, Corfu. And you end up there with a wife of yours and you go looking for a place to stay. So you traipse across the island from east to west 
and you go to sleep on a beach and you know what it's like when your wife wakes up or when you wake up with a mosquito bite on your upper lip that expands and expands to the point where the only thing you can see on the other person's face is the bulge. After that, I've had a haze-haze relationship with mosquitoes. So the notion, I don't know who invented that quotation, by the way, because I disapprove of mosquitoes being brought onto the talk show for talkers. It is cruel, unkind. And since most human beings go around trying to squash the blood out of mosquitoes, if I was a vegan, I disapprove entirely of that kind of activity. So all I want to say is from every point of view, I can think of it from, you know, uh, fair play for mosquitoes to fair play for humans. I disapprove of using that in the metaphor. On the other hand, you take somebody like me who is a really, really small person. If you take the whole of humanity into account, a person of almost no consequence, I believe I can make a little bit of a ripple in the world in keeping with the sentiments behind that quotation. Actually, you said you said something there very relevant that I didn't give the person who came up with that quotation. The person who gave us that quotation, Paul, was Anita Roddick. Anita oh. Roddick, very successful business lady, a very charismatic person. Body shop. Body shop, yes. That's the lady who gave us that. And I think it's quite significant because... It's, it's not just the bite that you get, but if you're in a bedroom at night like that, particularly if you're on the continent, if you're somewhere in Europe and you're in bed, you don't see the mosquito, but you can hear the mosquito. They're so small that they're insignificant, but they leave a large mark, as you said, a bulge. And as well as that, it can be quite dangerous because depending on where the mosquito had come from, it can be quite dangerous. So I, I think that's... Uh, it's it's something to remember that if you think if you're going to say something to a crowd or to a person and you feel it's not going to have impact, then it puts it into context when you say, if you think you're too small to make an impact, just try sleeping in a bedroom and there's a mosquito, not a herd or a horde of mosquitoes, just one. <laughs> hey, hey, didn't I ask you not to repeat the image of a mosquito in my bed? I think that was... Doubly unkind. No, you're picking it up wrong, Paul. You, you'll have to listen. You'll have to improve your listening skills. I never said that the mosquito was in the bed. I said the mos if the mosquito was in the bed, it's dead because you're at the line atop of him. The mosquito is in the bedroom, flying around. Zzz, zzz. You cannot see it, but you can hear it. Oh, listeners, listeners, save me from this. <laughs> This, I was going to call it a facile conversation, but there's a lot more to it than that, really. And I don't think it was facile because the word facile means shallow and simplistic. And I certainly wouldn't call what's happened on the show to so far today uh, shallow or simplistic. So here's a word for you this week. F-A-C-I-L-E. Facile. Came into the English language the day before yesterday. Ed, when did it come into the English language, facile? 17th century, I think. All right. Well, you're wrong again, of course. <laughs> never mind. 
Ned never gets these right. It's a 15th century word, and uh, it was uh, brought into the English language when it meant that something was easily accomplished or attained. So you could talk about, well, that was a facile victory over the ferocious Franks. So facile victory over the ferocious Franks is what the Romans would have had at the time when they were beating everybody in France. So you can talk about Ireland having had a facile victory over the All Blacks, although I don't think anyone would believe you. And if you have a victory over the All Blacks, it's never facile. Exactly. On the other hand, there's another meaning for the word facile, and it is when somebody says something that is shallow. You can talk about uh, somebody, I suppose you could talk about somebody making a, a, a facile case in favor of their release. But you could also say that somebody is offering a facile solution to a complex problem, a facile solution. Now, it's a good word to use when you're talking because it's a rich word. It's probably most of your audience will, will get the meaning. There's a, you're unlikely, unless you're talking to a, a group of people whose knowledge of English is very restricted. But I would say there are, there are people who would understand the word facile, and especially if you use, when you're expressing it, a tone of voice which gets across how facile it is. So that's really undesirable, isn't it, to say something is facile. Anyway, that they're... Uh, you can also speak about somebody. This would be fairly unusual now. This would have gone on in the old days when somebody is a very fluent speaker. You might have said they're, they're, they're fluent and facile in the way in which they speak. But the word has morphed over the years from really being a synonym for, for fluent to, be, to being uh, simplistic. Uh, it, the interesting thing is that it, it also has similarity with the word difficult. Difficile is a word either in Spanish or Italian. I couldn't tell you which. But so facile, facile, all of these things are connected. So there you are. A useful word, Ted. What do you think? Yeah, interesting, Paul. I would have heard it used in the context of facile victory. Yeah, and I've, I've, read, that, I've read that sentence on many occasions also, facile victory. So that's good note to know exactly what it means. I've never heard it used at a Toastmasters meeting, and I've been to more than a few. So it isn't uh, it isn't a word that Toastmasters use often. Well, so, after this after this show, no, next week they'll all be using it. Sure, they'll use it as their word of the week. Well, it'd be interesting to see if it could come up in table topics. Now, the idea that that, for example, uh, locking down the country by bringing in quarantine—that's mm. a facile solution, isn't it? There's the table topic for the club next week. Interesting. What's the relationship between facile and facilitation? That's a very good question, which we'll come back to in future episodes, listeners. That's a terrific uh, way of leading us on. And thank you very much for this first episode, our first segment. You're very welcome, Paul. And tomorrow we're going to have our mystery guest, All Shall Be Revealed. And in segment three, Paul, you will be telling us how to renew our membership for Toastmasters. And in segment four, we are going to get all the secrets out of our guest as to how to write a bestseller book. 
we have ways of making people talk so we will not be disappointed so i think that's a nice way to finish segment one see you tomorrow bye the talk show for talkers is published every week in sections at 4 p.m. every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website, irishtalkers.com, for more information.